Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're beginning our series on enterprising teams. That's right. Instead of just a cliche of trying to be good to people, I mean, we're going to really get into how people are core. Now, tell me more about this enterprising team. I'm assuming we're not talking about Star Trek. No. We are talking about... You didn't get my joke, did you? I did, but I didn't really know what to do with it, so I was just (laughs) going to let it go. Okay, let's move on. Well, you know, you talk to a lot of people within business, and you would think their employees were just like an unfortunate necessity. You know, if they had their way, they'd, they'd just do everything themselves, but they can't. They don't have extra arms and legs, so you hire people, and it's just unfortunate. And then how do you deal with them and get them motivated and working hard for you and... They almost prefer that they're not there. Now, we've talked a little bit about this, haven't we, in some of our series on motivating people at work. Yeah, yeah. The series on hard facts about working with people. Mm -hmm. We went through some core areas about what makes people come alive at work. So now we're, we're saying when people are working with each other, that can exponentially change how you do things, what you produce, how you produce it. This comes from valuing these people that everyone's unique and brings something to it, and the mix together is more than the sum of the parts. Now, I have to tell you, people are skeptical about team building. Companies have tried this, and it lasts for the meeting or the event. Nothing changes. People feel it's fake. They just feel it's a way to manipulate them, to make them work harder, to overlook certain faults. And you know why that is? Because it is fake. And they are being manipulated. You know, people are intuitive about these things and they can tell when, even if a company spends a lot of money on a great team building retreat or um, an event, they, they know when you get back whether this is going to be something that's followed through on or if this is just going through the motions to get them, to give them something in order to get the complaints to stop. So, so that's very significant. It's, people are cynical about it because there's a reason to be cynical. And a lot of leaders are out there trying to technique people to death into, you know, kind of trick them into working hard by pretending to say people matter. If you are listening to this podcast and you do have an interest in having better teams, if you're going to not do it well, it's going to show. People are going to know. You really have to commit yourself to really living out. That everybody on the team matters. Mm-hmm. And that's the first place we're going to, you know, change our whole paradigm of looking at teams and people. You know, they aren't another set of tools, another set of equipment we have to choose from. They just happen to be the living, breathing ones. These are creative, energetic human beings. And if we get to know them and what they bring to the table and give them a place for expression, in other words, that their presence matters and that they're different than I am matters and can have a place in the mix they will become more invested in the process and they will become more invested in their relationships with each other and what they're trying to produce together. But, you know, if you don't have that starting premise that there is a gem sitting next to you of talent, of energy, of the brains they bring to it, of the care about what they do, basically doesn't matter who's in the chair next to you, then no amount of team building is going to help you in the least. Now tell us more what you mean by enterprising. Well, what we want is, you know, we have everybody working alongside each other. We could be working independently on separate tasks, and you would have three people doing a certain task, and you'd get three times as much done by having more people involved. That's obviously just an arithmetic 
benefit of hiring more people, another person involved. When we say enterprising, we want to have an exponential impact. We want that the interaction of ideas, that the interaction of people's being involved, of communicating and coordinating, the, the mix of people being different from each other, and some people bringing a task orientation and others being idea-oriented, others understanding process, others being handy, that that mix goes in and what comes out is far more than just having three people folding envelopes, for example. So that's what we want with enterprising. There's an energy, there's a creativity, there's a productiveness that exceeds the sum of just what those three people could do working alone. And what would you say are some of the characteristics then? Well, my favorite, what I always work to combine is what I call a hardworking, fun-loving working culture so that we know each other, we're in this together, so that there's a what we, what we call, what you and I call, connecting. Connecting is going on. We know these people, we know their lives, we know what they bring to the table, we want it to grow, we want them to get better at it because our business will improve. And so there's an enjoyment in working hard together because we're, we belong together. Another characteristic is we all understand what we're trying to do here. There's a shared purpose. We're passionate about it. It may not be our company, but we have a sense of what we're bringing to it, and we want to bring that to it. It's valued, and, and we believe in what we're being about. And even ideally, we have a say and a voice in what it's about. And then finally, there's just kind of the workings working together, the complementariness of our different skills that comes out in effective teams as just a well-oiled machine. Um, it just works smoothly. It works quickly. It's almost effortless. It's almost, you know, I like the metaphor of dancing. It's almost like we're dancing at work instead of working because we know how to come alongside each other, what will help each other, what will hinder each other. We're not robotons just sitting down and looking at our job description and working through the items one after another. You know, the ones we're good at, we do more quickly than the ones we hate, to which we drag our feet on. Now, I do want to point out again to our listeners that these are things that do you make business sense. It's not a matter of being nice to people. It's not a management trick to improve business. This is actually something that will improve your business done well. Exactly. What you're doing is you're saying one of my most, if not my most important asset are the minds and hearts of the participants on this team. And the more they are partners and participating and invested and engaged in what we're doing, the more will come out of it. And everybody will get life, the life that work brings, why we get into it, why we choose our fields as well. Now, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to look at some pretty, I don't know, what would you call them, principles or? Cores, yeah, uh -huh. kind of some core principles, some core mm -hmm. tools that are necessary to build this kind of team, this kind of enterprising team where there's far more coming out than going in. We talk about connecting and we talk about sharing a common purpose. We talk about working effectively alongside each other. But these are sort of the things underneath that kind of gird those. But what goes into that? You know, if you're going to have people working alongside that, you need, this is what we're going to go into, you need to have a certain amount of trust. And the more trust you have in each other, the more risk you can take and the more things can go on. Next core we'll be going into is communication. That's not just talking to each other. That's not just sending out memos regularly, updating everyone. 
there's a component of updating each other, but there's a component of being able to talk about, to address anything that goes on, be it something difficult or exciting. And then finally, we want to be lifelong learners in this. If we can come alongside each other with a, an attitude of being a fellow learners, the humility that's involved within that posturing, none of us is the expert that knows more than everyone else and therefore should have more power than everyone else. So that we're always all trying to stay on top of our game. And that's not a negative thing. That's a positive, exciting thing to be on top of your professional game and, and help each other stay on that edge. So we'll go through those cores and see how those three things interrelate. And what we want in our final one was is to have it come out in action. Have it come out and on the ground, in reality, in form. Different processes, different procedures, different office setups, different organizational structures. We're going to be in motion. We're going to make our purpose, take it out of the idea realm and put it in the practice realm. Next week, we'll be continuing our series on building enterprising teams, and we'll start with the principle of trust. To our listeners also, join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. See you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.